It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. You're a pervert. Oh, what a start to the show, dear listener. Sorry, we, we might play. Oh, my headphones aren't plugged in. That was um, that was delightful, wasn't it? Paul McCartney's yeah. a dirty boy, though. It sounded like he was being blown. Here's the thing. Here's something I found out recently. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I got a sore throat. I don't know if it's going to make it through the whole show tonight. Here's the thing. Do you know what drug? The Beatles were predominantly taking in the studio when they made Sergeant Pepper. Um, nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, was it like? Um... No, no, maybe not so much in the studio. But the the the, the drug that fueled Sergeant Pepper. Pepper. No. So, right, the answer is the answer is supposed to be LSD, right? It's not. They were taking loads of cocaine during Sergeant Pepper. Isn't that funny? I didn't know that. I didn't know the Beatles were a cokey band. Also. Pepper doesn't sound cokey. We're doing coke. Doesn't sound cross enough, does it? No, does not sound cross enough at all. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to Dave. Good evening, Dave. Hi, uh, how you doing, mate? You all right? I've got a cold, Dave. How are you doing? Uh, doing the club. The cold club. Yes, the man food club. I was watching. Oh, no, it's not man food. I've got, I'm not. I'm not said it's man food. I've got a cold. Here's the problem I've got. Is I gulp down. Lots of air. And, of course, as regular listeners will know, I am physically unable to belch. He hasn't got a second sphincter. I haven't got a sphincter in my mouth. And um, so I can't I can't burp. Um, so I get very trapped wind in my chest. And it's very, I tell you, Dave, it's very, very painful. But I'm what being very... Um, well, no, because that's different air. I could do that at the drop of a hat or a drop of a shat. But that is different... That is different air. It's not the same air. If I fart, that's not going to relieve the pressure. Eight minutes in. Eight minutes in, and this is what we're going. If I oh, fart, you know. though, that's not going to re- re- release the pressure on my chest. It's not, but it's different air. There's a, a mile of intestine. Ben, did I way. touch your toes? What for? Well, to release the air. From where? From the trap wind. When did you qualify as a doctor? He sounds like he knows what he's never, doing. Never. Never <laughs> been a doctor. Well, he's, he's touching his toes. If he sprains something, it's on you, doctor. Uh, I'll go with that one. Didn't work, mate. Sorry, mate. Anyway, look, listen, I, I had to phone you. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, Jesus, like, what do you want? What do you want? A medal? <laughs> we should, hey, we should start giving out medals for long-time listeners, first-time callers. Where would we give out medals? 
When are we going to do oh, uh, membership that, cards once? Yeah. Let's discuss that in a minute. Yes, David, come on, get to I the point. Eliminated. Right, anyway, now, me and my wife, we lead quite boring lives. We both, well, we, we work, we've got two kids. My wife's in the background. Basically, we've got a boring life. So we, we say, oh, what are you going to have for your dinner tonight? What we have? So we get home, we have dinner, we watch telly, everything. We've got a family chat group on a WhatsApp all right. where Jesus. all the people in our family, we send each other pictures of our dinner. Okay. Oh, my God. So, right. When you yeah, said you had a boring life and you get in and you, you know, and, and ask what's for dinner and stuff, I was thinking, do you realise how lucky you are? Lots of people would love to live no. drama-free like that. But when you talk about WhatsApp groups with dinners on, yeah. you're taking it oh, a yeah. step further, and I cannot endorse it. No. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. What was that? <laughs> right. Here's a game we're going right. to play. Before we get to your thing, here's a game we're going to play. What okay. song is Paul McCartney singing here? What? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I'll give you a little uh, bit more. What what song? Definitely not the frog song. It's no, definitely not the frog, not the frog song. What she said? What song? She said. What song is that, dear listener? One of the most famous. Is it Jet? Let's find out. Let's find. What she said? What she said? Oh. Let's find out. Yes. Thousand races. Yes, Dave. So you take pictures of your dinner and you send them to your family. Yeah. Right. But anyway, yeah. Sorry. Where yeah. did it all go wrong? I know. This is. I know. I'm 38 years old and this is my life. So anyway, now this is. You're either going to think this is quite funny or this is actually a pile of poo and okay. you're going to tumbleweed it. So anyway, my wife's going. Oh, I can't wait to have this pork chop for dinner. I've got it out of the freezer. She's frozen it, put it in tin foil. Frozen it. I've got a lovely pork chop for my dinner tonight. So it's just, oh, you know. Anyway, we get down, sat down, have a dinner, and yeah. she goes. This tastes funny. No. So, so she does get, she's cooked it. She's cooked it all. So she cuts it in half. And what she's realised is she's cooked a whole pack of bacon. What, sorry? <laughs> 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 what, a, a whole slab? <laughs> a whole slab of bacon that we've had in the freezer. And... <laughs> Thinking it's a pork chop, and she's oh, cooking it. Mate, I've she's just seen. Uh, you've just you've tweeted the pictures and the captions. So there's a picture yeah. of this slab of pork, and the the caption underneath it is Terry Terry dinner pics, right? Yeah. <laughs> These are the people in the group: Ash, Beth, Terry, Terry's my father-in-law, Ellen, right. Josie, Lou, Mum, Terry Bro Thompson. <laughs> and that's all we can see. And the caption underneath is pork chop. Been so <laughs> looking forward to this all day. Next one. Oh, no, it's not. It's a pack of bacon that I froze. I bet that was salty <laughs> as. Yeah, first world problems. I just thought I had to ring up and talk about it. That was it. Oh, Beautiful. mate, it's... Uh, how many people How many people are in this group? How many people are in Eleven. About eleven. <gasps> so what is... Um, yeah. All right, what is... What is We're Beth, down in Margate. What is, Beth having for, what is Beth having for dinner tonight? I've got no idea. What's Beth having for dinner? Beth's my aunt. She's out for dinner. Oh, she's out for dinner. Oh, she's oh. gone out. She's looking wrong. She's out. All right, what's um, what's what's oh, Lou having? My father-in-law's had a packet of super noodles. Oh, oh no! Oh, poor blow. What's going on there? What's 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 Lou having? What did he have? No, I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Could you? Could you? Te- could you? Should we tweet it? Should we get a timeline? Get in the get in the WhatsApp. Can, group? can we? Can Hashtag we... family dinner pics. I think we need this as a feature every night from now on. Yeah. You need to ring us up with an update of your dinners. <laughs> so did you? Did you? Did you eat the bacon? You had to, didn't you? Of course you would. You, you, did you eat? Well, you threw half of it. You ate some of it. She's <laughs> getting gravy as well. <laughs> but I bet. <laughs> I bet that. I'd be disappointed, but I'd, I'd eat it. Yeah, it'd be salty though. That's right. Yeah, we... No, it's gutty. She, she, she actually was gutty. 
So did she? <laughs> did 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 she actually? Does does this does the pork chop actually exist? Well, obviously, is there a pork chop in the freezer? No, no, there isn't. There. <laughs> it was always the bacon. What's your missus called? Ashley. Ashley, I love you, Ashley. You you are brilliant. You can cook me a pack of frozen uh, um, uh, bacon anytime you, you want, Ashley. You don't want to cook me. Uh, it's, I, it's... <laughs> when did you last cook, Dave? Yeah, yeah. No, it's a different subject, that is. All right. Well, do you, hang on. You anyway, homes, you homeschool your kids? No, she doesn't. No, she no. Christ no, for that. I, I call I, no. I call her Jay Goody as a nickname. So that's why I said, wait till I homeschool the kids. Oh God, right. All right. Yeah. Listen, Dave. Thank you very much. No, thank no. you. Thank you, Ashley. Yeah. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. WhatsApp groups. I'm quite new to. I joined one after the jungle, and then I left it like like twelve hours later. And that that one is still going. They always, they always have to have funny titles, and that one is called um, I think they're called the Bushwhackers. Wow. Well, people keep adding me to them when they're trying yeah. to organise nights out, right? Yeah. Well, I've there's... added you to one to try and organise. Yeah. A night out. Yeah. Well, I'm already going to that, so I know what's going on. I don't need to contribute. What I can't bear, though, okay, well, is, you know, the emails stuff. where people reply to all every time. Yeah. I've got a group of friends, and bless, I love them to bits, but yeah. just tell me when you're going out and I'll see if I can come. I don't need to hear every flipping burp and fart along the way. It drives me no. nuts. So when they add me to the WhatsApp groups, I mute them for a year. Jeez. I, no, the people that don't reply all are the ones that I think should be executed. Oh, that's me. No, you re- reply all. Because then I'm like, well, hang on. So Steph has, I don't know who I'm called Steph. I, I'm about to list some made-up names. So Steph has replied to me, but John and Tony, they're not in it. And that, But they were in it when I, so right. So then, right, okay, so that's reply. So then I've got to add John and Tony back into it. But then, then Tony just replies to me. I'm thinking, you're idiots. Just I want. Then, then I'm trying to arrange up a, a time to meet them to execute them. No, here's the deal. You organise yourselves and I'll see if I want to come. Okay, there you go. Uh, you, you see, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, see Matthew Wright's got a boner because the listening figures are up, mate. You've been here twenty minutes. You've been here twenty minutes. Those aren't your listening figures. Do you not know how Rage Out works? It takes it takes six months. It takes nine months to a year for the listening figures to be yours. You absolute prune. Go and take more pictures of your baby. This is the late night alternative. Uh, I'm, I'm very very high on Lemsip. And I'm looking forward to going home and having some night nurse. Oh. So I've got some night nurse. That's my little treat. My little treat when I get home. Some night nurse, some psychedelic dreams. That stuff is insane. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for sailor boys, stable girls... The end. And stripper grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late night speech radio with a difference. Thank you. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So, you know, 03444991000. Your calls will be gratefully appreciated tonight because the voice is going. Um, but you're going to do a great show. We're going to do a, it's going to be one of the best shows, I guarantee it. But the voice is going. So, uh, yes, can I, we don't do Brexit, but I, I, I found it very peculiar. What well, I don't understand. So this man, Tusk, yes, said this thing mm-hmm. that he thinks there's a special place in hell for those who, I'm paraphrasing him so slightly, and I should get the exact quote because it's important. There's a special place in hell for those who promoted Brexit without a sketch of a plan of how to deliver it. 
get the quote because the quote is actually important and i know there's notice the son have printed it but missed off the end bit um get the quote because the quote is, is the important yeah. thing and then then we continue and that, then we continue because i'm i'm scratching i don't understand i don't understand how anyone could be so offended by this quote what did he say he what said, he said? He said, there's a special place in hell for those who promoted Brexit without even a sketch of a plan of how to carry it out safely. Right. How is that? Here is. Here's the tweet. I've been wondering what that special place in hell looks like for those who promoted Brexit without even a sketch of a plan of how to carry it out okay, safely. Okay, because he said it and then he tweeted it. If you're... Right, we don't do Brexit, but I'm genuinely... I'm, in, I'm interested. If that, if that quote, that line... It's a, it's a, it's a good line. It's, a, it's um, you know, it's a little bit... It's a good line because it got got a lot of press. It's got us talking about it and we don't talk about it. If you're annoyed or angry or upset by that line, can you phone in and explain to me why? Because I don't get I don't get how that sentence, that that quote in its taken verbatim, uh, I don't understand how that could make anyone upset or angry. So phone if 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 you if you've heard that and um and I know it's not really our audience so we probably won't get any calls but I've heard a lot of other people on other radio stations phoning in very very angry at that line and I don't I genuinely don't get it. So if someone can phone in you'll get a fair crap crack of the whip crap at the whip as well. Crack crap at the wick. 0344 499 1000 how and why can you be angry at that line? I don't get it. I don't see what's offensive in there that's caused you to um, throw your toys out of the pram. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. And I wonder. I wonder if you're hearing and you're seeing something that isn't there. The Sun have um, have done it. On a big page. They've done a big page. Um, read it out again. Oh, okay. <clears throat> he says, "I've been wondering what that's." Uh, blah, blah, blah. This is from the BBC, um, saying, "There's a special place in hell for those who promoted Brexit without even a sketch of a plan of how to carry it out safely." Okay, because the son of God, it just when you think EU can't sink any lower, Tusk claims. There's a special place in hell for Brexiteers. No, which is not what he said. So if you're if you're angry by by what he actually said, and I know it's not really our audience. Our audience are kind of generally sort of left of centre, um, artistic, creative. Um, we're about to speak to Noel Taylor, so I'm you know I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm describing him. But artistic, creative, open-minded, broad-minded, um, free thinkers. The majority. We get a few, you know, who are the other end, but. Um, so I suspect that, that our audience will be there kind of getting the point I'm heading towards. But if you uh, are angry or you know someone who's angry at that, could you give us a call, please? Because I, I, I found it all fascinating. 0344 499 1000. Let's, let's do it. Let's go to Noel Taylor. Good evening, Noel. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hi, Noel. Noel, what can we do for you on this uh, holiest of holy nights, the night we celebrate Christ's actual birth? Um, yeah, I've invented something for uh, fanovans only. So what it is is uh, basically at the moment with a fanovan, you have air coming out the door. What did you invent it... for ovens before? You, didn't you invent a, an oven tray? 
Yeah, that that was for pizzas. Pizza, you've around a pizza tray. Yeah. Yeah, and we found they already existed. Okay, but I like the fact that you're coming back. So fan ovens. Um, I don't have a fan oven anymore, but I did use a fan oven this evening to put a lasagna in for the boys. So let's. So I know what what they're like. Talk to talk to me, brother. Talk to me. Uh, so you know what I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, there's heat and uh, smoke that comes out through the door at the moment into your kitchen. Well, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Smoke. Where's the Where's the smoke? What's the smoke, mate? You need to clean your oven. <laughs> yeah, I do have it cleaned quite regularly. Smoke doesn't come from expensive. an oven. It does if you burn it. Okay, so he's got. He makes a great point. Okay. I cannot argue with that. Those stats, yeah. So, so what it is is uh, there's a pipe comes from the back of the oven and it goes up to a vent. This is your invention. Yeah, yeah, that you normally have above the oven, but it can dog leg and go off on a tangent and go out the vent to to our outside house. You've invented an Uh, oven chimney. Basically, yeah. Well, can I? Okay, and how much would that cost to to build and install? Um, Well, it needs to be a new designed fan oven. Mm-hmm. Newly designed because it come direct from the oven back of the oven. Okay, so it just goes straight up perpendicular. Okay, okay. Can I can I make a cheaper, easier suggestion that doesn't involve doing a hole in the ceiling? Well, the, most houses have vents anyway, don't they? No. The, what vents? Yes, they, do. They, have, they have a vent above the harbour. Yeah, you have a, a vent. Oh, the well, the way is that filter. thing? A sucky thing. Yeah, no, What's it's it called um, um, a def- defibrillator. No, a extractor fan. Extractor fan. But they don't do anything, do they? No, they just. Where does it extract a, to? They, they, there's a there's a sort of it, it absorbent um, sort of uh, membrane thing that it goes through. Oh, it? like the asbestos yeah, yeah, pads but, in science. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but sometimes that's just internal. But you can get them that go to the outside vent to the outside okay. of the house. Yeah, but yeah, here's my tip. Got one. Here's my tip. Don't burn stuff. I don't get smoke in my oven because I don't burn stuff. Well, I don't have it cut, cleaned out very often, to be honest. You just told me you had it cleaned out quite often. Well, about once every every year, I'd say. That's quite often. That's a lot. Fifty pounds it costs. Do it yourself, you lazy just git. Thinking about it. Do it yourself. <laughs> yeah, I could do. I you you spent this an afternoon. You get your marigolds. You get some Mister Muscle. You get some for the trays. You got like put them in like plastic bags, haven't you? And stick soak them in it. the garden and yeah. that. Spend an afternoon. Beautiful. It does mean that for the next two weeks your food will taste of bleach, but you know it's clean. You know it's you know it's clean. You know it's clean. Um, just don't burn problem, stuff. You still got a problem of the, of the heat coming out into the kitchen from through the door. Don't forget. I quite like that. Well, no, but heat doesn't come out of the oven. It does. It no, no, it doesn't. Only if you open the door. No, no, it does come out automatically at the top of the oven. It does on mine anyway. Your oven's crap. <laughs> you want yeah, a good oven? The, the door? No, the door doesn't even get warm because they're like double insulated now. What are you yeah. cooking? Coal? <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. What, I like that. What did you? What did you think of my invention the other day of uh, changing the moon into the sun? I, I thought it was uh, mirrors. I thought it was. Um, I thought it was bollocks. <laughs> oh wow! You didn't even dress that up. <laughs> if I'm honest, that was when Robbie Vincent was in, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. I quite that's like, mirrors quite the, like the night time. Why, why do you want to do away with night time forever? It's quite useful. Night time is the right it, time. Because it'll make a paradise. No, but paradise I... is night time. No, it isn't. You speak to God about it. Daytime's God. Hang on, we, we got, we got not, God not on the line. Hang on. Is Ken, is night time paradise or is daytime paradise? 
is nighttime paradise or is daytime paradise? Arsenal, because Noel, Noel was saying that nighttime is for the devil. Is that right, Noel? Darkness is the devil. Prince of darkness, the devil is. Well, the, the devil certainly moves in darkness, but paradise is actually another name for heaven where God dwells mm. in his that's presence, right, yeah. invisible that's presence. Right. That's right, but there's a paradise on earth that's going to be made. That's in the Bible. Oh, yes, that is the kingdom of God, which Christ yeah. will establish when he returns. He will yeah. establish God's kingdom on earth. It's in the Bible. How would you do, by the way? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. I'm sorry, I, I didn't catch your name, sorry. Oh, your Noel. Name? Noel. No, Noel, okay, Noel. Nice to talk yeah. to you, Noel. Are you a Christian, nice to Noel? Speak to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I believe that I'm Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Wonderful, brother. You're born again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. That's great news to hear that. Yeah, you born again. You Pardon? born again. You born again? Oh, yeah, born again 37 years ago, Noel. Ken, I think you missed something. Noel actually thinks he is Jesus. Is that true, Noel? Yeah, yeah, I've got stigmas on my body. I'm the most creative person that's ever lived. Uh, I've had seven dreams that I'm Lord Jesus Christ and other things as well. Oh, well, I'm afraid you're deluded there, Noel. I'm very sorry to tell you. You're not Jesus, my friend. You're the same as me. You're a sinner who needs Jesus. He loves you and died for us. You're not Jesus, my friend. I see that in love for well, you. I'm not, I'm not going to argue because I'm God. I don't argue. Okay. Well, I don't okay. argue with it either, but uh, be careful because uh, you certainly are not Jesus. You're a creation of Jesus, a human being. But Jesus loves you and uh, Do you ever go to any good uh, Christian churches for a visit? Yeah, I'll go to All Saints on the parade in Lamington Spa. Okay, I would encourage you, if you want to, uh, check out icr.org and creation.com in the internet and try and find a, a, a good uh, Pentecostal church and go and have a chat to the pastor and explain to him how you feel that you feel you're, you're Jesus and he will certainly like to talk to you and... Uh, uh, trying to give you advice, but that's entirely up to you. I think that makes a lot of sense, Noel. Go and have a chat with the priest about thinking you're Jesus, because um, from where I'm sat, it sound it does sound a little concerning to hear you saying that. But surely that proves that I'm God. No. Invent, changing the, the mm. moon into the, the sun. Well, you haven't... No, it doesn't. It, uh, it, my, my... Have you... Oh, no, no. Um, I feel bad playing the All Saints now. Um... Uh, when, when, we've talked about this before now, but when did you last go and sp- see your doctor? Um, about uh, five months ago. Okay, I think you should go and see your doctor again, man, because hearing you... Listen, I get that you totally believe in Jesus. I get that. And in your um, in your dimension, in your universe, that is a reality for you, and I can't argue with your reality. But um, I would like to pour a little bit of cold water on your reality and say that the chances of you being Jesus are very, very, very slim and your conviction that you are Jesus worries me slightly, worries me a lot actually because I know you're a good man, I've met you, you're a good man and it well bless you but it, it, no. if, if, hang, on, hang on a second I'll let you come back in Ken, I promise um, Sorry. It, just, it, it just concerns me that um, maybe you're not very well No, I'm totally compass mentis, don't worry don't worry 
Ian. Okay. All right, Ken, go on. What were you going to say? Yes, can I say a prayer for you right now, No. Can I say a prayer for you to Jesus and ask him to help you? Do you know what? I'm up, for, I'm up for a bit of this. I'm up for a well, bit Jesus of this. Jesus Christ is in heaven as well as me here, so Okay, that's fine. well, let's hear the prayer. Go on, Ken. No, I'm saying this sincerely to God because you need help. No, we all need help in life. I'm going to pray and ask God to help you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for allowing us to meet Noel tonight on the radio. I pray for this precious man, Lord. You know his thoughts. You know his motivations, Father. We ask you, Lord, to help him. We ask you, Lord, that you will direct him to good Christian people who will give him help and direction in his life. And, Father, I rebuke the devil from this man in the name of Jesus. And we give you thanks, Father, for hearing this prayer. So we leave it now in your hands, Lord. We ask you, Lord God, to direct Noel to good, genuine Christians who will love him and give him help and direction in his life. Amen. Amen. Uh, Ken, Amen. thank you Thank you for that. And, and now Thanks, a little Ken. dose of, of, and I appreciate that, Ken, and to a lot of people that'll mean a lot. I'm going to throw in a little bit of science and reality. I, I, I really wish you'd go and see a doctor, Noel. Just, no, I, don't just, worry. Well, why don't you go yeah. and, here's, no, 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 here's the thing. If, if you are Jesus, why don't you go and tell the yes. doctor and, and tell him you're Jesus? Go and, go oh, and tell him. They know. They all know, know about it. Oh, I've been man. with them for years. Oh, mate. All right, Noel. I, I, I worry about you, brother, but um, you can give us a call. Surely you're, you're, you're a clever man. Surely you know that if you put mirrors on the light side of the moon, yeah. it reflects the sun back onto okay. the earth. I think that's genius. I think that's a genius idea. Thank you, Noel. 0344 499 1000. Thank you, Ken. Matthew, stay there. G, stay there. We'll come to you after this. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Excuse me. Oh, Dad. Just... Hello, I'm Martin Kellner. And I'm his daughter, Ruthie. We do a podcast. It's called Ruthie, Me and My Dad. In which I tell him how he's wrong about most things. And I explain to her who the Bee Gees were. It's on Acast and Apple Podcasts. And all your favourite podcast providers. It's a unique generation gap conversation between a baby boomer dad... And his Generation Z daughter. That's Ruthie, Me and My Dad. Brand new episodes every Thursday. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Matthew, you've been waiting for ages. I can only apologise. What can we do for you this evening? Uh, it was just more about your um, point about Brexit and people ringing in in regards to being offended about what Tusk got to say. Yes, you're not offended, are you? I'm not. I'm. I'm not personally offended. I don't really personally follow Brexit. No. Course, I don't really me, get me neither. Uh, I don't get it. I'm bored of it, man. But I can understand why people would be offended. I think. But there's nothing not, to be offended about. It's, it's not a very, very about the, the context of what he said. It's more about mm. the arrogance 
abstain it and it's a bit no but it's a very it's a very specific the the thing is right you can only be offended if um (coughs) excuse me i'm so sorry matthew coughing in your ear like that a new caller and i'm coughing in your ear you can only be upset and offended by it if you're one of the people that promoted brexit without a plan it's very very specific who he's aiming it at he's not aiming it at brexiteers he's not aiming it at people who voted Brexit. I, I understand what you're saying, but it's still not diplomatic to come out with language like that. But you know, da- you, what did David Davis call him? Fire. What did David Davis call him about two years ago? Or Guy Verstadt, or whatever he's called. Do you know what he called him? No, I can't remember. Called him Satan. So, um, you know, that was two years ago, right at the start of the negotiations. David Davis, the Brexit minister, called Guy Verhofstadt. I can't remember Verhofstadt, his name. yes. Yeah, called, him, called him Satan. He said, get behind me, Satan. Top EU negotiator. So, um, yeah. so it's so we started it. <laughs> we started it. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, but at this stage in the negotiations, no, 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 you can't. No, no, no. I'm not going to allow you to do that. That's twice you've done that. And the first one, I kind of let it slide. The second one, I'm not going to let it slide. You said twice. I get what you're saying, but and then you, 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 you seem to illustrate that you don't actually get what I'm saying. Yeah, but two, yeah, but two wrongs don't make a right. Okay, so you're saying so. You're saying because don't tell me what don't tell me what I'm saying. I'm being very specific. I've said what I've what I've said. So don't tell me what I'm saying. You're you're saying you understand what I'm saying, then you contradict it almost as if you don't understand. No, I can understand but disagree. That's what I'm doing. Well, no, you're contradicting. I don't think you do. No, so you made a point and said that we started the argument by David Davis. No, no, no. I said I said no, no. Okay, let me let me clarify then for the hard of thinking that that we were the first to bring in a biblical reference and a mean biblical okay. reference and that was that was aimed at a specific person this is aimed at you'd have you you admit don't you matthew that the people who sold brexit but didn't have a plan that's kind of bad isn't it that's fraudulent that's fraudulent it's, it's irresponsible it's, it's well it's it, i would suggest more than irresponsible because it, it's it, you know if you, you're selling something but then you don't know how to make it work that that's fraud isn't it Fraud's a bit strong. It's ir- it, I say, I say, it was irresponsible. Okay, I would say when, when 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 the country's about to drive over a cliff, I would say it's fraud. Well, it's not about travel. No, no, no. But the people, no, it is because the people that sold it for someone who's not that interested in Brexit. You're quite interested in Brexit, which makes me think that the, the opening line was a little was a cheeky little porky pie. Um, the people that it, it is we we haven't got we're, we're heading for a disaster because the the people that sold it without a plan sold it and then kind of put their hands up and went well, it's nothing to do with us. So how can anyone be offended at a very specific criticism of a very small specific group of people? How can how can and I do think that you are offended by it because you seem to be arguing from that position. So so why are you upset by it? I think because it demonstrates to me something about his character. I think it shows that the whole the way the whole negotiations have gone. Europe to me and Tusk and the rest of them come across as a little bit arrogant. No no no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Disrespectful towards. Here's the thing. No, it's not disrespect. It's not. And this is it. There's two things you said there, right? That are wrong. That are wrong. Second one is. It's not disrespectful towards Britain. It's disrespectful to the very small number of highly influential people who sold Brexit without a plan how to do Brexit. It's not disrespectful to Britain. It's, it's a pointed, barbed comment 
at um, a very small specific group of people. Please he, don't he respond with, I understand what you're saying, he, but... because he, He's insulting members of the British political system. Right, and what's wrong with that? Therefore, that because I, I, I find that, one, it's undiplomatic. Right. It's not the right sort of language to use. I get your point about uh, the fact that we started again. it, but two, two wrongs don't make a right. Right. So, therefore, by insulting people part of our political system it's just not it's just not the way to act okay how about how about so if if i were to say for example that um theresa may's brexit proposals are like abolishing a turd is that disrespectful would you be angry at me for saying that no but you're also you're also british right so so if we're british if i'm british i'm allowed to say that the prime minister's brexit proposals are a big turd i'm allowed to say that and that's okay well, one, you're not you're not in the political position. No, but, if, not, if, if, but is it okay? Position. Is it okay for me to say that, or is that disrespectful? No, that's okay. That's all. You got you, you're, you're you're just to have an opinion. Why? You, when you wait, because because everyone can have an opinion. Supposing a British MP said that. Supposing a British MP said said that Theresa May's proposal was a big turd. Would that be okay? Um, I'm sure. I'm sure a few of them probably have said similar things. To yeah, that, Boris to Johnson said. It's a direct quote from Boris Johnson. So that's okay. But because this guy's Polish, it's not okay. And also, you say it's, you say that um, it shows an arrogance. It's not arrogant. They came up with a deal with Theresa May, and Theresa May is is now going to go back and say, "Yeah, you know that deal we did. Well, we're not taking it." And yeah. to me, that's arrogant because Tusk and everyone well, else what? they've signed off on the deal, and then to, it's, it's like I sell you a car, right? I sell you a car for um, 500 quid and you go off and you, you, you're like, yeah, I, I, that's great, fine, brilliant, I'll be back tomorrow with the money. You go home and talk to your missus and your missus goes, 500 quid, are you nuts? Go back and offer him 350. And you come back and you say, I tell you what, that 500, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I'll give you 350. And of course I'm not going to take that deal because we had an agreement. Yeah. Well, There's did, no arrogance. Well, when, I, when, I, when I bought the car, did I say to the did I say to you that we're selling it there? By the way, I'll have to get agreement from my wife to be able to purchase this. No, you didn't. So that's that's what happened with the deal. Theresa May said, "Okay, <laughs> this is the sort of deal that." Why I did like. you pretend you weren't? Have. Why did you pretend you weren't bothered about Brexit when you phoned up? <laughs> why did you do that? Because um, that was weird. Why did you have? Why did you? Why did you lie to me? Because because to be fair, I don't really listen to your show off. I only listen to it. That's irrelevant to the question. Why did you lie? Why did you lie to me at the start of this conversation? I'm getting to it. So, because that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful to me and to my listeners. You phoning up and lying to me at the start of this conversation. That's disrespectful. And it means here's the thing. Here's the thing I've learned in life. Someone lies to me. I kind of have to take everything else they say with a pinch of salt and and, and double analyze it. So why did you why did you phone in and lie straight away? Because it was a defensive lie. I assumed based on what I know about your show and yourself, that you're quite left-leaning and you'd be quite anti-sort. You'd be quite defensive towards somebody that probably voted Brexit. So, therefore, I said, I'm not that political. Okay, but but I still don't understand why you lied. Okay, well, it's not not a massive issue. No, it was a lie. It was a lie. It was dishonest. And that just is a little bit weird. So you're you're never dishonest in your life. You never... You never tell them. No, I am, but, but but you phoned up and you said a very specific comment that was a lie, which means I can't really take on board everything else that you say. Okay, so I don't know why you're focusing on this one little... Because it's a lie. Because because the, the very first thing you said 
was a lie. Yeah. And that is, I think that's very disappointing. And I just think that reveals well, a lot fair, about your character. It reveals a lot fair. about your character. To be fair, it's, it's quite hard to quantify what being involved in Brexit means. No, no, but you made a specific that... point that you weren't involved in politics and you, you weren't that interested in Brexit. And we had a little bit well, of banter because not... I joked about me not me being bored by the whole thing. But then you've put forward quite a strong argument, strong not necessarily in terms of facts, but, 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 but um, in terms of personal emotion as to why you are interested. Yeah. And you're offended by something. You're offended by a statement that isn't directed at you. How can you be offended said, by a statement said, that isn't directed at you? Said, I never said I was offended. I said I could understand why some people would be offended. And you've and not been able to explain why someone could be offended by a statement that isn't aimed at them. Well, I did explain that. because it, Not very not, well. Not very well. And now we've established that you're a liar. I'd try and do it again. What I said is it's an attack on someone that's part of our political system. So what? Free speech. Free speech. Yeah, from somebody that isn't based in in the United. So what? Free speech. I've got an opinion on Trump. I think Trump's a dick. So what? Free speech. I've got yeah. I've got an opinion on Trump. I think he's a dick. But the thing is, I'm not. I'm. How dare you say that? You're not not, based in America. I'm not not in a position where (laughs) I should think where I'm in front of the media and I should think about what I'm saying. When you're in that sort of position, you're that close to negotiation. Michael Gove has branded Labour's Labour's plans as bollocks. Is that is that that's disrespectful? Michael Gove is calling Labour bollocks. That's disrespectful. True. It is. Okay. It's well, your, your argument, right. Matthew. Listen. Thanks for your time. You've, you've proved you're a liar, and your argument is inconsistent. So I'm going to pass. But thank you very much indeed. If anyone can do better than that, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Dial up some dialogue. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.